It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken farm, and I am freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, we are live, Locked On Auburn Live Edition, second Friday in a row that we've done this. I'm the host of Locked On Auburn, Zach Blackerby, joined by Auburn message board legend, Charlie Five. We did this a week ago, um, thinking news was coming, and then every day for the past week, we thought news would be coming, and then finally we got official word today, Friday, February 11th. That, uh, that Auburn is keeping Brian Harson as their yes. head coach. We got quotes from Googe, uh, and we got a statement from Harson, and that's um, that's where we're at with this right now. Absolutely. It's the Vince Carter over gift right now. We over. It's over. It is over. We can move on. We can rally the troops. We can do whatever we got to do to uh, sort of um, move past this. Uh, what was a the longest week? Literally ever, literally ever, <laughs> literally. We ever. went from Zach. We went from like on Wednesday. We did like that emergency pod or whatever, and uh, for Thursday we went from being ridiculed that it could even be a possibility to oh my god, this could be a possibility, to like every single day after that is going to be the day that it all drops. To we're back around to uh, Friday, and right. finally we have some uh, some closure, and Harson's going to be our uh, coach for the foreseeable future. So. The only thing we can do now is put everything behind us, rally the troops, and and move forward. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. And, you know, the fan base still split on this. I think the fan base will be split on this for a long time. But, you know, I said in the midst of all of this that the, the best case scenario, I think it was when you were on the show, that the best case scenario was Harson stays yeah. and then he kind of has a change of mindset about how he handled two big things. One, recruiting into um, yes. just messaging from the football program. Um, and maybe those things will happen. I don't know. Yep. I, I'm not sure. I think we'll get a good example of if it happens or not tomorrow with Auburn basketball being, you know, the, the set of game day. He's got a prime opportunity to get in front of a bunch of people and to yes. kind of interact with the fan base. I think that'll be kind of the first sign of, okay, is this going to be different or not? Real quick, uh, Absolutely. Real quick, Andy Ackerman, warm banana pudding. Warm, cold yeah. for terrorists. Yeah. All right. I'm glad moving you said forward. That. Yep. Moving forward. Uh, I think another thing we're going to see really, we could be able to see really quick if if things are moving in the right direction. Hey, we got spring portal coming up, and we have quite a few roster spots coming up uh, open. Um, how do we close this class out? How do we finish this class out? No matter how you look at it, we have 16. We're adding 16 high school guys. Uh, like five or six portal guys. We got four or five open spots now. That's not saying that we may lose more players moving forward. We got four or five spots open that are very important. Uh, hey, you're gonna have you're you're gonna be ready to ready to prove yourself um, and prove it to everybody uh, really quick within a couple of months after spring or not even a couple a month right spring practices and whatnot wrap up. How do you finish the class out? How do you finish the class out and get this roster ready to compete for a West uh, SEC West title in 2022? Yep. And also, now it's like, I talked about this with uh, with Justin Ferguson. We recorded this morning's Locked on Auburn yesterday. 
And it's like, is Harson looking for an OC right now? Like, what does that process even look like? But now you got to think he will have full reign of, of going out and getting an offensive coordinator, whether he promotes from within. You know, a lot of people pointing to, you know, is it going to be Keysal, the, the current wide receivers coach? Then maybe you can put somebody else in that role or whatever it may yeah. be. There's been a lot of speculation that he wants an OC. This kind of got the background of being a quarterback's coach as well. And so Keysal doesn't really have that. Um, so, you know, he may go outside with it, but still that's, I guess that's the next storyline of this ridiculous yep. off season that we're in right now. Heard the name major Applewhite thrown around a lot today. I like so, that. I think that'd be great. Beyond, that, that, that solves two problems. That's your quarterback coach and he's had play calling experience. So, um, I'm not saying that's who it's going to be, but that is a name that's, that's been thrown out there. Right. Yeah. And so we'll see, we'll see what happens there. And, Joey, like uh, many other folks, are very excited that Auburn is keeping Brian Harson, and I think the biggest thing is rallying the troops and the fan base and doing everything unified. I think we've seen the success that this Auburn fan base can have when everyone is unified. I mean, we're seeing it in basketball right now. Football is nowhere near that level of being unified, but maybe this is a step in the right direction. I don't know if this really unifies anything or if it just fires up the part of the fan base that wanted Harson to stay. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure exactly if, if it accomplishes unity, but maybe it's a step that direction. What do you think about that? Uh, the, the unity I see a lot of right now is from the recruiting class, the 2022 signing class, and uh, a lot of the vocal leaders, a lot of the vocal leaders uh, on the team. So the team and the recruiting class, incoming recruiting class, they're they're gal they seem to be galvanized and and ready yeah. to go as far as the fan base i think it's just going to take a little while to to shake out and see i think it's probably uh split i think a lot of guys want to wanted to see someone finally stand up to the quote unquote powers that be and then some you know were unhappy with some of the maybe on field production and off field production so uh the, the, like I said, the team and, and the recruiting class and whatnot seem very unified. The fan base, I think, is sort of gonna, still going to be a wait and see type type thing. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm there with you. I'm there with you. Um, yeah, seeing all the quotes from love you anon. <laughs> seeing all the quotes from uh, I think Coach Pete called me this by up. my name, uh, actual name. Yeah, uh, I think it's a flex that he actually knows what your real name is. Yeah. Um, but I think the whole gist of like the recruits liking that Harson staying around is is good because I think for the, you know, the folks that were kind of ready to move on from Harson, that was the biggest argument against them is, you know, is he going to be able to recruit? Is he going to be able to win in 2023 as far as, you know, getting guys to, to come in early and, and kind of get this program facing a different direction? So that to me is probably the most positive part of the day, in my opinion. For sure. For sure, definitely, definitely. I um, mean, several of them uh, spoke out. Um, I think Michael Riley Ducker, who was who said he Harson's one of the only reasons he came to Auburn, and he's a big time tight end. Uh, that um, we've seen the production skyrocket in one year with with that position. Jay Fair was another guy that that came out very very passionately, and I think the biggest one is Derek. To me, of current players, Derek Hall, who I think is probably the most. Um, like put together human on this football team for him to come out and say, basically, thank God. In mm -hmm. other words, uh, what a relief to know that Harson's still going to be our coach. That to me, it's hard. 
that that bring that carries so much weight. That carries so much weight because he just seems like I know nothing about his background other than how how hard he works, right. how hard he's worked, um, and uh, you never hear anything bad come from Derek Hall. He just seems like he's the one of the like workout warrior, uh, plays hard, high motor. It, so if that kind of guy is who could have gone to the NFL, maybe not have been a super high draft pick, but could have been a could have been a draft pick this year, just based off his freakish measurables, him come back and be fired up for Harson, that has to carry weight, yep. uh, even to those the most the most ardent uh pessimists against Harson. That that has to carry weight with you. Yep. Um Joseph saying fans weren't divided. It was a journalist. That is incorrect. There are plenty of fans that <laughs> that, I, that um that was way way off in yeah, my opinion. That, that's off. There. Love you though. Thanks for thanks yeah. For, thanks for tuning in, and you know we'd love your thoughts more on that if you want. Um, Nick asking about the rumors of Zach leaving. I'm assuming he's talking about Zach Etheridge, the defensive backs coach. So um, correct me if um, if I leave anything out here, but it sounds like the gist with Zach Etheridge is Georgia. Uh, is interested in him being their defensive backs yes. coach. Um, and I think that's kind of all we know right now. Obviously, he's really impressed folks with how he approached, um, you know, kind of being his first year in, you know, the SEC last year. Roger McCreary was fantastic, as well as several other defensive backs for this Auburn team. And uh, he recruited extremely well. And so the fact yeah. that uh, defending national champs are interested in you, um, I don't blame Zach Hard at all for listening. I don't Hard blame to pass up. I mean... He did get the title of um, recruiting coordinator or recruiting director or whatever of staff members, which I think it was one of the more positive moves that Harson's done recruiting-wise since he's been here is naming him like the head of all of that, who will organize uh, how we talk to who and when we talk to who and what and when and where, I think that's huge to have Zach in that role. Is that enough to keep him? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Depends is what that, his goal is. But, I mean, if, if he is, wants to be – exactly. Does exactly. he want to be a D.C. next in a few years? Because I think Georgia could probably offer him that path quicker. Maybe, but the, but think about this, too. Georgia okay. is a defense – led by a defensive head coach. So – how True. often do you go to a – how often do you feel like, like you see people question coaches that come out of, out from under coaches from the same side of the ball uh, as that the head coach focuses on? So, I honestly I, – I may even see a quicker path to stay at Auburn because Harson is going to rely so heavily on the, the defensive coordinator to be the defensive leader of the team. So, um with Zach, you're only one step away. Whereas if you go to Georgia, like who was Georgia's defensive backs coach last year? Do you know? Um, no, he he joined Chris Ball in, in Miami. That's all I know. I no, I, I don't I don't typically I don't really know who that who that was. So um I mean you go there and you're behind a whole bunch of rock stars, whereas you're the head dog here. I think it I think it helps your resume. I personally I think it would help his resume more to stay at Auburn, but um I think him and Cadillac are going to be two ones to watch. Uh, hopefully that those guys, we can, you know, keep them here because they're they're definitely very important uh, for the recruiting team moving forward. Yeah, folks asking about the Discord. I will put that link in there in just a moment. Um, Charlie, five, I'm going to let you answer this question from, uh, from AU Tiger 97. If you would read it and then um, answer it. 
how do we fix issues of no one showing up for junior day? Um, general consensus in the state of Alabama is loaded this year. How do we get our hall for the class of 2023? All those are great. That's those, those are great questions. And, and uh, I honestly think those, those, the, the genesis of why you're asking those three questions are vastly more uh, to do with why we went through what we just went through than the six and seven record and, and everything else. So, um, I mean, it's, to me, it's pretty simple. It's pretty simple. If you want to, if you want to recruit well in 2023, you have to absolutely hit the road as many times as you possibly can see as many coaches as you possibly can of these kids that you want. You have to constantly stay in touch. You have to constantly, uh, be reaching out uh, yeah. and and be at events that you have to be at to be successful as the Auburn head coach. Right. Those things and, and and in the wording today, um, that when when Harson released his statement, I was really really hoping for something to address those concerns. I was really really hoping something. We didn't get that. That does not mean that that's not going to be addressed. That wasn't talked about, but. Um, if you want to be successful in the SEC, they're not going to come to you when you have to when you have guys like LSU, Alabama, Georgia in your conference. They're not going to come knock on the door. You have to go knock on their door. Mm -hmm. You have to go beat the bushes. You have to go find build those relationships where a high school coach in Mobile will pick up the phone and say, "Hey, I got a kid at Williamson named Roger McCreary who's a two-star." who is a absolute, excuse my language, absolute badass. He is an SEC player. He didn't camp. He is going to be a star. You have to have those relationships. Right. And I'm not convinced. I'm not sure that we have those right now. So we have to go in, rebuild all of that, and, and, and then just be ready to go. Like We have to eat, sleep, drink recruiting at Auburn to be able to succeed. Yep. No, you're absolutely right. Hey, this live stream is brought to you by Bet Online. They have you covered with any sports. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores and news this season. It's not just for football with the Super Bowl coming up this weekend, but BetOnline has up to the minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL boxing, UFC, and more. BetOnline.net, where the game it's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero turn mowers, and utility vehicles including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Starts. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. 
Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to address a question I just saw pop Of course, up. go this ahead. This is from, from Nick Amati. The junior day issue was a scheduling issue, in my opinion. We planned on it being the day of the UK basketball game, but didn't realize that Bama was scheduled to have their junior day that same day. Guys, we had the number one basketball game. We should have been marketing this thing from December, okay? We can't just, like, roll into having the most leverage we can possibly have to attract recruits on a junior day and and just fall back on oh ba- Alabama had their their day the same day like that is not that is not an excuse that is not an excuse whatsoever we had unbelievable basketball games for 3 weeks and we couldn't get our scheduling right okay that's that to me that that's got to be fixed that's got to be fixed that's got to be marketed there's got to be invitations there got to be um, fireworks there has to be everything to attract kids to come to those games and i can't imagine a better attraction than auburn versus Kentucky mm-hmm. in basketball where students were camped out for 24 hours in sub-freezing temperatures. It cannot be – there cannot be a better attraction than Yeah, that. I mean, the sales pitch then team. is like, you know, like uh, this is what they're doing for basketball. It's wait to see what they're going to do for you kind of thing. You know, like once we start winning here in football again, like just wait till they – you know, wait till, you know, you see what's going on on Saturdays in, in the fall. I mean, it's such an easy pitch to make. But so, so easy, but we'll see, you know, the, we're going to get, now, we're now the good get thing, that figured out or not. Yeah. Well, the, the good thing is like, I don't think those opportunities are going away. Those opportunities will be back. Correct. hundred percent for the remainder of this season. And then every season for the foreseeable future. So like, that's, that's a good thing. I think that's something that, uh, that we can kind of look at, but man, just looking at this story though. And like when I was making the head, uh, you know, the thumbnail and the title of this live stream and all that, it's like, it's so interesting that the news is that Auburn is keeping their head coach that they're under contract with. Like, this is such a bizarre situation that we're in right now. The fact that this is news. You know what I mean? Oh, totally. I was almost even, like, to the point where, do you have a press conference? I mean, do you have to release a statement to say you're not going to fire your coach? Like, I was almost expecting to not even have a statement. I mean, that's the weirdest thing ever. We're going to have a statement to say – we aren't firing our, we aren't going to fire our coach after one year. Um, I, I, I'm with you. It's uh, a crazy that it got to that level. Yeah. Yep. And, and we got there though. We definitely got there, but yeah, with Gouge and Harson making a statement, um, I'm, I'm, I think it's interesting. It came from Gouge and not Alan green. Yeah, um, very, I would have liked to heard from Alan green, but I get it, I guess. Yeah. And you know, maybe there'll be a presser down the road, but Harson had to do something, whether it was a statement or a presser or whatever it may be, because a, a lot of it fell under the the vein of like, okay, where is he? You know, why is he not talking to the fans as much? And yada, yada. it's like you had to hear from him at some point, and so we yeah. heard through um through a press release, which is something. One comment that I found interesting from uh, Googe, and um, it's a it was a ballsy comment. And I feel like your whole legacy will be built off this comment when he basically said, the decision was not made by anybody but me. This was not a board of trustees decision. This was not an athletic director decision. 
Nobody made this decision but me. So, and he's riding into the sunset after May 1st. It will have a new president. So I thought that was a very gutsy, a very, um, I mean, that's a that's an alpha comment right there. So he's it ready is. to ride or die, ready to ride or die, and basically said, "You." That's one thing we've asked for. Like, who do we look to? Bl- like, who do we look to to place blame on it for for situations like this? Because yeah, there's the, always the power this. structure at Auburn's a big question, right? He answered those questions. He answered that there's nobody else to look to but me, okay. and that may be by design because he's riding off and doesn't care after May first, but. Uh, he basically said, there is nobody that makes this decision, makes this call, pulls the trigger, but me, and I'm not pulling it. So good or bad, that to me is his legacy right there moving forward. And it could be, it could be incredibly, uh, it could be huge and it could be, um, it could backfire. So we'll, we'll, I mean, but props to him for, for, you know, putting the ball in his hands, so to speak. Um, Mike is asking, we talked about this a little bit a second ago, Mike, how soon do we learn who the OC and QB coach is? I bet we know fairly soon. I mean, look, this is a, this is a a weird situation just by the nature of this happening in the middle of February, but you're kind of getting your game plan ready for how you want to approach spring practice at this point of the year. And you need your staff. You need the guy that's going to be over your offense to do all that. Um, but these guys are also doing that same job. The folks that you're going to be looking for to be your OC, they're doing that same job other places. And so you've got to then entice them to kind of leave what they're doing. And they probably feel super confident about the situation they're going in um, to do all that. And then you're telling them to come join you where there was a bunch right. of question marks. And so um, your, your pitch to bring them over may have to be a little bit different than what it would normally traditionally be. But I still think right. it'll happen quickly because he's had to have been thinking about this already, right? And I know we talked about it in right. his, his statement that like the the past week has been crazy and yada. But he still had to be thinking about doing business, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, Austin Davis left, resigned February first, I believe, and then uh, it was these rumors, and his vacation was uh, that next day. He left for vacation that next day and didn't come back for a week. So, um. And they're not going to authorize him anything, I would assume, uh, salary-wise and whatnot, that he could promise to anybody while this investigation or whatever is going on. Mm -hmm. So it probably put him a few days behind as far as, you know, how you target somebody, how you go through the hiring process, the vetting process, knowing who – you know, knowing who you want and he's never really done anything that fast anyway so far, but I would imagine now uh, that the, the line has been drawn and he is the coach moving forward. Um, tell us what you want, what you, what you wish to have to, to pursue a guy for offense coordinator. And I think um, it'll probably move. We'll probably move on somebody pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, getting some discussion in the discord um, about your comment regarding Goose shouldering the blame because he's able to like ride off into the sunset. Um, yeah. That can be strategic. Like that's not, that's not a bad thing. I think some people may have taken that the wrong way. Like, I don't think that's a bad thing that he did that. Yeah. I'm looking at this from C and D in the discord. You seeing this? Yeah. Your comment about Goose shouldering the blame is absolutely because he's wanting one last power grab before he rides into the sunset and doesn't have to face the consequences. I mean, Maybe, maybe so. 
But uh, it also could be him um, deciding that he's tired of the uh, back and forth. He's tired of the dysfunction. And he said, look, guys, um, my last my last uh, uh, my last move before I hit get out of here is y'all need to learn to get on the same damn page. And uh, until that happens, uh, I'm going to I'm going to be the one making the calls and and I'm going to go out uh, in a blaze of glory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I mean, maybe it's a galvanizing move. Who knows? Um, but I still think it's uh, I still think it was pretty, um, pretty ballsy uh and pretty uh out sort of an alpha move i guess um to just and and i think we need that because i mean all the reports that we've heard are there so many people like offering things they don't have the authority to offer and and things that kind of go along with that and so that needs to be defined whether it's the new president coming in and he kind of sits everybody down and says you can't do this this is what i do or Maybe actually let Alan Green do his job. <laughs> I mean, that would be outstanding if they let Alan Green do his job. Um, but that doesn't seem to be the case because so many people want to be involved in so many different things. And I think that is just one of those situations where, you know, we call it all the time Jabba, just Auburn being Auburn. But I think that's a weakness in our structure. And that's something that needs to be fixed. And if if that's the last thing Jay Goose does for this university is kind of give us a step towards that, I think that would be great. Yeah, I'm I'm with you a thousand percent. We need it bad. We need yep. to be, uh, we need to be united, and um, and we need to know who is calling the shots for sure. We need to know that. Um, Don is asking, will the new president be that steadfast? Um, all I've heard about this dude is he loves Auburn and he's very interested in athletics, but I don't know his personality enough um, to know exactly if if he would be that steadfast. Um, yeah, but perhaps. Big, I, go ahead. Per, uh, the, the only thing I've heard, yeah, that's one of the little things that I've heard is this guy's huge Auburn sports guy. Big, big fan Auburn sports. He understands the importance, uh, how that increases uh, um, enrollment desire. People out of state, especially out of state, people want to come where they're the, to schools that have good football teams, have good basketball teams. So, um, you know, I'm not sure how uh, how important that was to Dr. Gooch, um, but yeah. I know it's the it's it's a big deal for for the new guy. Right, right. So if you're Harson now, what's the next thing you do? How do you how do you move forward with all of this? Do you ignore it? Do you act like it didn't happen and you just kind of power through and you look back and say, "Hey, all that stuff was bogus. I survived it. Let's get to work." Or is there some maintenance stuff that you have to do? I know what I would do if I was Harson, but um, I don't know that uh, you know Brian Harson sort of beats to the runs to the beat of his own drum. Um, I think the first thing he's going to do at is three twenty two Central Time. I think there's a team meeting at three forty five, right? And there's about to be a absolute um, like hardcore. We're we're in this together. We're 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 getting we're going to put this behind us. We're going to be stronger to get, we're going to work our butts off. We're going to prove everybody wrong that there's going to be a team galvanizing move at three forty-five central when they go to this team meeting uh, with Brian, with Brian Harson. Uh, from there, if I, I would have, I would have loved to have seen something as simple as this. Um, you, and you don't even necessarily have to uh, admit you were wrong. 
recruiting in the Southeastern Conference is something that is absolutely um, a necessity, an everyday lifestyle. And we have spent a year doing it and we understand where our weaknesses are and where our strengths are. And we are going to absolutely go as hard as we can to make our weaknesses strengths. And we're going to see every high school coach we can see. We're going to live on the road. We're going to eat, sleep, drink recruiting. And if any, and we're going to absolutely dominate the portal. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, verbiage like that. And I think it, it turns everybody. It, it, how can you, how, and, and then obviously you got to have results after that, but at least before the results can come, you say stuff like that and people that are, that are especially in the SEC, when right now all your coaches are going to be using this as, as ammo against you. Right. Um, you could go ahead and silence a lot of those voices real quick. Hey, we, this ain't, this ain't over. We're not leaving. We're not planning on being out of here in November. Mm -hmm. We're going to be here to stay. And hey, coaches out there, hey, coaches, get ready. I'm fixing to blow your phone up. I'm fixing to be in your school. I'm fixing to be in your classrooms. Everybody's going to know my name moving right. forward. And, Absolutely. And they're not going to mispronounce my last. There's nobody that's going to be leaving a visit here mispronouncing my last name. <laughs> right. Right. We're going to be joined by Locked On SEC's Chris Gordy um, in just a second. But um, I've seen a few people ask this question. Will you, Stevens? Um, are you locked on, guys, excited that Harson will return? We've said this the whole time, and, and I think uh, Charlie Five's comments just then kind of um, were, uh, were a more in-depth version of this. But I think the, the best-case scenario was when all this started, if, if Harson looks at you know, the past 14 months and said, okay, I need to adjust in you know, two major ways, the messaging and um, recruiting. And I think you could argue that both of those things really overlap there. But that has been something that... I think will happen um, moving forward. So, sure, I think so. I think so. Hey, this live stream is brought to you by Built Bar. Uh, Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the planet. All their bars are covered 100% in real chocolate. Um, 100% delicious real chocolate, but you look at the bars, they taste like a candy bar, they look like a candy bar, um, but they're low in calories, they're low in sugar, they're low in carbs, and they're high in protein. So be sure to check it out at Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Let's bring in... I got a box of the peanut butter and chocolate on did, the way. Did Can't you? To get them. Did you use a promo yeah. code? Oh, yeah. Sweet. Absolutely. Sweet. I love that. Love that. Chris Gordy, <laughs> Chris Gordy's a big uh, built bar guy. How you doing, man? Chris Gordy of Locked On SEC joining us. Yeah, man, a uh, surprising, you know, kind of outcome here the last day or so. I mean, I would say not so so surprising today as we kind of heard that, you know, this was going to be the resolution that Brian Harson wasn't going anywhere. I think Cole Kublik kind of alluded to it earlier this morning. But, yeah, um, yeah man, I mean, does doesn't it feel like guys like, we're delaying the inevitable, like barring a 10 and two season next year. Like, 
we're going to either be in the same boat next year or we're going to be hearing Brian Harson is gone a year from now. I think it depends on what it looks like. I think you could go waiting for, um, but you improve on the things that you really kind of didn't figure out how to master in the first 14 months on the job, and I think you'd be okay. Um, I mean, I'll feel the same. I, I yeah, just I think Auburn's not going 10 and 2 next year, I don't think. I just don't see that happening. I just feel like six and seven is has little to do with a lot of what the angst is around the program. It's the the you know being able to fill needs in recruiting, um, being able to execute um, the simple things that every other school does as far as junior days, visits days. Be efficient on your messaging. Uh, not a lot of missteps in, in in Twitter and in your 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 social media game that's out there. Um, and then just being able to uh, relate to high school coaches in Alabama and Georgia. I mean, you got to get out there and got to do it. And and I've said if 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 he is if he goes on a absolute tear as far as coaching visits, high school visits, and and we really you know pull uh, we really go hard in this after spring, the second wave of portal guys. Um, I think you could really start to turn a lot of things around as far as uh, the direction. Uh, goes and and then maybe the the record is not that big of a deal moving forward if you're building the team correctly, um, but you know Gordy, what do you what do you think from tough. a sorry to cut you off Charlie Five as far from yeah, like yeah. a from a conference perspective, how was the SEC viewed this past week as far as what all the craziness was happening at Auburn and now that's like okay after all of this nothing. Nothing happened. Like, what's the conference view on that? Yeah, I mean, I think I think most other SEC schools were kind of looking at this as a little <laughs> bit of a joke from a standpoint of Auburn. Like, you know, um, had you moved on from them at this point in the offseason, I don't know who you would have gotten. You know I mean? Like, who's available? I saw, sure. You know, Chris Lowe put out a list of eligible candidates, and it was like, you know, Hugh Freeze, Lane Kiffin, it was like, you know, man, like, is Lane going to leave Ole Miss at this point in the offseason to come jump to Auburn? Like, it just seemed a little odd. But, yeah, I mean, I, you know, you and I have talked about this, Zach, in recent weeks. Like, in terms of optimism for your coaching situation, like the two new coaches, uh, you know, with LSU, with Brian Kelly, and, you know, I mean, like the, the schools that made changes this offseason, you feel good about it. Florida feels pretty good. Um and then your other first-year head coaches, like Tennessee is high on the hog right now with uh, Josh Heupel and, mm-hmm. you know, obviously with Shane Beamer's done at South Carolina. Like, all these other schools feel pretty good about their their coaches heading into year two or year one, except for Auburn. Like, Auburn's the one where it feels like, man, do we get the short end of this stick? And I was optimistic when they made the news uh, or, or, you know, made headlines that they were hiring Brian Harson from Boise, and I thought, okay, this could work. Yeah, but I also I also certainly have my reservations. Like, this could also not work. And so far, man, um, he has got to hit the ground running. I mean, especially with changing out coordinators one year in, losing your quarterback to the transfer portal, and say what you want about Bo Nix, it's not a great look. So, man, they have got to hit immediate success. Like, you've got to we got to come out of the spring game feeling really good and really positive about this team, or. This thing could get ugly very quick in 2022. Gordy, what do you think the strategy needs to be as far as getting an offensive coordinator 
I think a lot of people kind of forgot the fact that like, oh, all this happened. Now Harson has to go hire an offensive coordinator. It seems like he wants a guy that also can coach quarterbacks. And so that eliminates anyone on the roster if that's kind of the, the trend that he wants to keep. So, um, I mean, it's a weird time of year to hire an offensive coordinator. What do you think goes into that decision? I don't know, man. I mean, I, I kind of liked the Austin Davis hire just from a standpoint of what Liam Cohen did this past year with Kentucky. I felt like it it yes. seemed in sync. It felt like that that was going to be a uh, you know, similar type deal. And obviously Austin Davis pulls the plug that quickly. So um, I don't know where they go, but man, it's got to be a guy who can work with these quarterbacks. It's got to be a guy that can uh, hit the ground running with whether it's TJ Finley, whether it's the you know, Robbie Ashford, whether it's Demetrius Davis, Zach Helzada, whoever it is, we better feel pretty damn good coming out of the spring about where we are with the quarterback spot and where we are with the offense. Because, I mean, we know what the we know what the O-line – I mean, we have a pretty good idea what the O-line is going to be. We have a pretty good idea what the running back spot is going to be. But I think it all hinges on that quarterback spot, man. Yeah. Like, how good do we feel about who the, you know, presumptive starter is coming out of the spring and – Obviously, whoever the OC is, that's going to be a big part of this. Right. Gordy, thanks for hopping on for a few minutes, man. That's a very colorful wall behind you. It looks like you're yeah, at a very fun part. place, um, wherever that is. So, Yeah, thanks, guys. This yeah, is uh, this you. is my new – this is where I live now. Okay, love it. Hey, for thanks, folks Chris. tuning in, how can they check out Locked On SEC? Yeah, LockedOnSEC.com is, uh, is the easiest way to find it. Again, our, our interview with TJ Finley that just came out a week ago, uh, great conversation with him. I think you'll be very impressed with a kid who is – yeah. 19 about to be 20 very mature and you know we talked to him right before the austin davis uh fire or you know whatever when he whatever left. that was yeah uh but really good interview with uh tj finley if you guys missed that uh check it out awesome thank you so much gordy really appreciate Thanks, uh, appreciate your time absolutely chris gordy locked on awesome. sec yeah good stuff there good stuff there i don't think anything he said surprised me um no. just kind of confirmed i think what what we were already saying for sure for sure um, I'm seeing a few folks talk about the powers that be um, holding funds from Harson. Let me can, let me take let me let me take a stab at that one. Really Please quick. do. First of all, we have to define what that means. What powers that be means? Um, uh, are we talking about board of trustees? What are we talking about? Um, the power the board of trustees by Alabama law cannot use their companies for nil deals. So the most famous one you can think of is. Uh, Jimmy Rain and Yellowwood, he by Alabama law, there can be no NIL contribution whatsoever. So, no, we're not having an issue with with those guys withholding funds from NIL. As a matter of fact, there's numerous publications that talk about how powerful and how strong Auburn's NIL uh, I think it's uh, NIL Auburn LLC is and what they've been able to do. Yep. Um, and you got the the different values and whatnot, the different platforms and whatnot put out for uh, what players can and should be earning. Um, I don't think we have an issue with NIL at all. I, w- I would encourage everyone to go to the website, uh, NIL Auburn uh, LLC, search it on uh, Google it and look at their different membership uh, packages and, and we can all, we can all make an impact on it. Right. Um, uh, and you know, if it's two, I think $250 a month is the lowest membership. Get, if you, if that's too much, 
get five, get four friends and, and, and split it. Uh, get on. Uh, it's, I think that's really the, the four the friends most. is a lot. Four friends. Is four, it a lot? four friends is a lot. Well, four it, friends, four, get four friends. Y'all split it up. Uh, it, that we can do our part, uh, where, you know, we keep barking at the, the people that, <laughs> Uh, this, this boogeyman out there who's holding money away from Auburn, we keep barking at them and we have a mechanism where we can control that. Yeah. Yeah. And, don't and, need them anymore necessarily. Well, and they're so. different pots, right? I mean, people talk about how the athletics department's not putting enough into NIL and it's like, that's not where that's, no. you can't do that. The, the university cannot illegal. pay the, 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 the kids. That's not how that works. NIL companies you, can, and you know, individual companies can. So when people are saying that, like, stop saying that because like, that's not true. Auburn Auburn athletes are very well taken care of. I promise. They are yes, they are yes. extremely taken care of. All sports, all of the major sports yeah. are well taken care of. Um, had com- had a conversation with NIL Auburn today. They're they're fine. <laughs> they're going to be taken care of. That is yeah. not why folks are not coming to Auburn because they will make a very good living while they're here. Absolutely, absolutely. So. It's not it's not even remotely the reason. Mm-hmm. It, so we got we have, there's there's some things that just have to be corrected and we've addressed it at nauseum the last for the last seven days the yep. different things so absolutely um yeah absolutely well cool um folks thanks for uh, hanging out for um about forty minutes or so when a kind of an impromptu live people in the locked on Auburn Discord were like are we gonna get uh, are we gonna get any kind of uh, afternoon pod and it's it felt weird i really didn't feel like i needed to do one but i'm glad that you hopped on with me bud i really appreciate it yeah dude always cool always. cool all right um this has been locked on auburn a live edition and uh yeah please subscribe if you're not subscribing on youtube join the locked on opera discord if you're not and uh yeah subscribe um subscribe on apple Podcasts or however you listen to podcasts would really um would really appreciate it all right thanks guys have a good one hey prime members You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.